It's the 17th of January 2021. We've just finished day eight of the Hatsu Basho. Welcome to Sumo Drop. Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Sumo Drop on bbgwrestling.com. I'm Fox and I'm joined once again by Mr. Adam Hogarth. How are you doing, Hog? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. Uh, nice to hear from you, Mark. Likewise, dude. It's um, been a week already, man, like since uh, we were chatting for the first time on Sumo Drop. Yeah, crazy. Um, it has. It's been nuts. I mean, anybody who's maybe tuned in for the first time, feel free to go and check out the first episode or the first sort of duet of episodes on our Sumo Drop playlist on bbgwrestling.com. We, uh, there's there's an introduction to Sumo, so if you're not familiar with what Sumo is about, you can go and check that out, and it gives you an overview of a few bits and bobs to um, to know about before watching, I suppose. But everything's in layman's terms, and that's kind of what this pod show is about. We you know we try and keep it layman's terms for people who might be new to the sport. Uh, we don't pretend to be experts. We just bloody enjoy it, so it's good crack. And then from there, we also recorded our thoughts and feelings and... Uh, and our our emotional output from <laughs> the end of day one. Um, and then from then, we've just done quick quick sort of one-minute-long recap shows of results. So this is our second time joining each other again to have a bit of an overview, and it made sense to do it at the end of day eight because it's the tipping point day, really, you know, out of 15 days. Um, by the end of day eight, if you've lost eight matches in a row, then there's no turning back, really. You can't pull it around with a with a random win streak. It's not going to matter at this stage, unfortunately. So we thought we'd do one at day eight because it seems like the, the obvious halfway point, the tipping day. And then we'll also be um, joining each other again at the very end, at the end of the entire event, the end of the Basho. So, mate, there's uh, quite a canny bit to talk about. <laughs> there is, there is. And uh, a lot of predictions that i made that haven't come true as well uh which probably taps into my lack of knowledge <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i mean and there's been a lot of shocks i think as well a lot of fight a lot of wrestlers uh or fighters that have been um that i haven't seen come in who've um done particularly well in so far uh akiseyama i think he's He's a bit of a veteran. He's done amazingly well. He had a really, really good start. Uh, and there's been a couple of shock kind of... Uh, there's a couple of fighters that I can think of had pretty pitiful starts as well to the tournament as well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we'll, go, we'll get into them in a moment. And I thought at this moment it made sense to drop in the results of Day 8. So here we go. The Hatsu Basho Day 8 Results. Dayamami defeated Kotonowaka. Yutakayama defeated Ichinojo. Sadanumi defeated Toretsu Yoshi. Shimanumi defeated Midori Fuji. Hoshoryu defeated Aoyama. Miyugiriyu defeated Akua. Kiribiyama defeated Kotoweko. Meisi defeated Akisiyama. Tobizaru defeated Tokushoryu. Onosho defeated Takara Fuji. Ryuden defeated Hokoto Fuji. Daesho defeated Kageyaki. 
Takeyasu defeated Kota Shoho. Tereno Fuji defeated Okenumi. Takanosho defeated Tochinoshin. Tamawashi defeated Takakishio. Asanayama defeated Endo. And Mitakeumi defeated Shodai. At the end of day 8, Daeshio remains undefeated. Yes, so uh, very interesting indeed. They were obviously the day 8 results. And from there, we're going to... Might as well just jump into that now, man, because we talked about there a particular wrestler who I think he shocked us on day one. He had his first loss on day one, that being Takakisho. We'll yeah. jump into him now because Big Quiche, he <laughs> obviously he obviously ended the big November, the big quiche. He um, he, he ended a uh, big Lorraine. He ended uh, <laughs> yeah, he ended Aye. November in absolute style. You know, yeah, 13 yeah. wins, two losses. Um, as we mentioned at the beginning on the, on the first episode, we thought, man, he could be a shoe in here. Hopefully, he will be, but obviously, he lost his first, he's lost his, his first match. And mm. we thought it might just be a little bit of nerves, a bit of pressure, knowing that the Yokozuna spots are potentially up for grabs. He's coming here, he's looking a little bit heavier, he's looking a little bit more nervous. Um, our thoughts and that seem to have be, be the general consensus from what I've heard from other people as well over the last week on some of the different forums and some of different social media and discord groups. It's a similar th- thought process that he just looks out of sorts. We're at day eight now and he's two and six. Yeah, he's doing terrible, isn't he? He, um, they, he just looks slow off the blocks, I think. Um, he... I don't know. We were, the last time we were talking, we were like, I thought he was a serious contender for the Yokozuna. That's gone. You know what I mean? That's completely gone now. And there's been a couple of days um, where I thought maybe he's, he's, he, he looks like he's trying to gear himself up to get back into it. But, but yeah, he's just been underwhelming, I think, is the word, Mark. I'd agree. There's been a couple of. There's been more than one match where I've noticed what I'm about to say next as well. And when he kind of squares up to his opponent, so he goes in quite gung ho. He's slap happy. He likes go. You know, he's quite not erratic's the wrong word, but he goes for it. You know, he's like the hamster as he's known. He just goes at it mm. like he's running on one of those hamster wheels. <laughs> he just, yeah, he goes for it. Um, but there's almost like a momentary pause where he's not quite sure he questions himself, where he kind of looks a little bit bedazzled by what he's doing. And he kind of slaps midair a bit and he looks a little bit disjointed. And that's happened more than once. And he's, he's misfooting quite a bit. And it's almost like mm. his adrenaline's getting the better of him. And he's yeah. just, he's, he's lunging forward a bit and then breaking a bit. And he, he's almost, he's not at pace with himself, I think is the best way to describe it. He just seems disjointed with his own movements a bit. And then all it takes is from the misstep and then somebody to shove him. And he, he keeps ending up on the floor. Like it's as simple as that. It's too much acceleration. Um, but he doesn't seem to know how to control it when he goes for it. Yeah, there was a day, I think on day five, he, he was against uh, Kota Shoho. And he that was a day he won. And I thought, right, okay, he's got this is you know, he might start to turn it round, might get a string of results. But today he was against Tamawashi uh, and he was beaten again, you know, so it just seems like he can't even begin to build up a run of form 
Um, and he just he looks he actually looks like he's going to lose this tournament. To be honest, he um, does. He does indeed, and. It's a shame from having such a strong strong start in position, I suppose, from November and coming out of November to where he is now. Yeah. It's never nice to see. I, I'm, I'm, I don't like seeing people fall that high from grace. Um, it's not like he's been dominating the scene or anything like that for like decades mm. or anything where you think it's mm. time to change the guard. It was nice to see his performance in November being as strong as it was. I get a buzz out of seeing that. I'm, I'm all for, if I ever watch any kind of combat sports because I'm a big boxing fan as well, um, I've, I've been into my MMA and UFC a little bit over the years as well. I automatically look for who's unbeaten. I want to see somebody like end their reign um, with a legacy. I, I enjoy that much as much as I enjoy the underdog coming up yeah. through the ranks. I enjoy that kind of unbeaten monster kind of character alongside the underdog, you know, going against the odds character. Um I really enjoy that kind of format. And I really hoped after that strong November that he'd be somebody, especially the way he positions himself. And I thought, how is he? He's not even beatable. He can't be beatable. Well, obviously, he wasn't November. He could be twice. But as a as an overall rule, like in November at the end there, that 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 almost that semi-final match where he got beat and then he just said, nah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he turned it on in the final to get the overall win. Yeah. Where were you? We were, we were kind of chatting uh, in the last podcast where we were saying, you know, there's there's a Yokozuna space mm-hmm. up for grabs. And I thought this tournament would be a brilliant chance for him to kind of um, like grab the bull by the horns and, and go for that. He's kind of, he's failed dismally, hasn't he? Yeah. Uh, and, and, and quite a lot of the notes that I've made on, on the <clears throat> day-by-day fights, a lot of them have ended with what is happening. <laughs> 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 You're back on. It's the general so, consensus of everybody. When you haven't got the Yokozunas in there, um, the 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 overall sense of formality goes out the window. Yeah. And the overall sense of this is what will likely happen goes out of the window. Like the best of the best, so-called, aren't competing. So mm. it leaves this kind of wild west feeling about everything. Yeah, yeah. That that's definitely been, that's definitely been the case. I mean, yeah. day six I've written here, it says Takakesho beating against Onsho. Yeah. It means he goes 5-1 down. What is happening? Yeah. <laughs> it's true, uh, though. It's true. Yeah, yeah. But I suppose the other the, the flip side of that is the other the other um uh sumo wrestler that was looking like they could be in a position to become the Yokozuna was Shodai. Uh, yes. Yeah. And he to me, I mean, he's always a good one to put your put your money behind and i think he's had a very very consistent tournament he was beaten today and um so he's lost two now but he's still up in there he's still in there who who did he fight today uh mitakumi that's right that's right and mitakumi beat him it was a very very even fight and i actually thought shodai was going to win it at one point he looks really technical as well like yeah. he he's he seems in control quite often of the fight. Like there's been a few days where I've seen Shodai fighting where he's been particularly strong. And yeah. um, so I still think he's in in with a run for the for the Yokozuna this time, you know. So he is he's one to keep your eye on. I yeah. think I, I agree fully with that. I think today was a shock more than anything else because I mean Mitakumi is he's well, he's a Komasubi, he's a bit out he's out of form, I think it's fair to say as well. He's you know, he's he's 
he's um he finished he finished today three five you know mm. um but Shodai, I think it was it was a tricky one because it was it was it could have gone either way it could have gone either way it went it was a really good fight um mm. but I agree with you I think Shodai it's the kind of thing I, I trust him to possibly be able to give his head a shake afterwards and say right come on don't throw this away but he's six two yeah. so. Yeah. You know, he's literally the absolute opposite of, of Keish at this stage in terms yeah. of his results. Fat Elvis, uh, yeah. Big fat Elvis. The, yeah, I mean Elvis the hamster. It's it's an interesting one. It's a really it's a really strange position that we're in, especially going into the second week, because there's still everything to play off, obviously. You know, it's it's mm. not it's not over for either of them. Keish could go on a win streak for all we know, and it wouldn't be a bad string of results if he did. <laughs> but saying that there's other people who are performing exceptionally well as as well. Yeah. Uh, we have to look at Daishio. I mean, he's unbeaten at the moment. He's 8-0. And, oh, and I don't think... I mean, what, he came into this as um, as Amiga, as, uh, as ranked number one. The way he's performing at the moment, I can't see him dropping form unless something drastic happens, like an injury or something. Because today, for example, against uh, Kagiaki, there was an interesting point where it's the skill set that he brought forward rather than just the raw power. He kept incredibly well grounded when he was pushed against the rope and it looked like he was potentially going to be knocked out. That's right. He he managed to grab uh, Kagayaki's arm and turn it into sort of like a judo throw for a Tatari win. That's right. it It was a wonderful, wonderful match, but it showed more than anything else the versatility of Deishio, and it showed that his head is in the game. After day eight, after eight matches in a row, he's still on it. It's not like it's not like he's wavering much, and I hope that continues because I'd love to see him do something special, especially considering he's not an elite at the moment. You know, he's a, he's a, he's in the general pool. He's number one, granted, mm. but he's in the general pool, and it's so nice to see that the the guy with the unbeaten streak isn't one of the elites. This yeah, one. it's it, yeah, it's but that can happen, can't it? In two, you know, sometimes you can get the um, the kind of there is occasions where the the unknowns can come through and win the tournament, and I think that's that's happening uh, with Daisho. He's he's got um, a bit of memento, a bit of a momentum behind him now, yeah, and he's like. There's a couple of days I've seen him. Today was probably ex- the exception. Like you say, he was pushed back after the initial charge uh, and he, his counter was really good. So it, there was a kind of technical side to his fighting today that we haven't been privy to. Yeah. But he has been game. Like coming out of the out of the block, he, his charge has been pretty kind of mean. So he, he's been great. The other one that I thought that I wanted to ask you about, Mark, was uh, uh, Akaseyama. He's the old boy, isn't he? And he Akasiyama is he's been around the block. <laughs> yeah, he's got an he's got a massive wobbly gut on him as well, hasn't he? <laughs> he's got a and fantastic it... <laughs> frame. It's just so unique. He's it... like a plate of jelly, but yeah. he's just so like he's so wonderful to watch because he he, he catches you off guard. He's sixteenth in the pool. He's all he's, he's basically bottom of the list. Yeah, um, and I know he's had a couple of <laughs> literal wobbles. Uh, over the um, over the first week, but he's still six and two, and he's still on a lot of people's a lot of people's radars as somebody who's going to bounce back. And he's been mint, mate. He's been absolutely mint. And then he's he's but he's it's starting to fall away. So he lost he was, 
he lost, lost today, today against Spice. Yeah, he my, lost today my, against City. My question is, do you think he's run out of momentum, Mark? You know, do you think that's it for him? He's definitely run out of the initial steam. That's for sure. Yeah. Whether or not, I don't know if there's any excuses of picking up injuries. or anything. I haven't heard any. He's performed very well. Yeah. It's just that he's had, a, as you say, there's been a couple of random matches. And what's that going to mean for his momentum going forward? This next week's going to obviously tell a bigger picture of that. Because that will make a lot of sense. Um of how to prepare for him going into March as well. Yeah. So I think he's still one to watch. I think he's still dangerous. I still think that I'd put my money on him above Kirabiyama, for example, who's also in the 6-2 brackets. I mean, you've got Daisho at the top with an 8-0 victory so far. Then you've got Shodai, uh, Macy, Kirabiyama, and Aksiyama. And I think Shodai is dangerous um, Macy is my my favourite this time. He's, he's he was my one to watch on day one. Yeah, and, yeah, and, I remember. Yeah, and he's, he's done well for me so far. You know, um, he's still he's still definitely definitely in there. He won today against Akisiyama, for example. So it's a, it's he's, he's having a good outing. Kirabiyama performing very well. Don't get me wrong. It's just that I think Akisiyama's got something about him where I wouldn't be surprised. He's the kind of bloke I wouldn't be surprised if he got very angry and then turned it on and got vicious. I think I could see him at, I think he's peaked and I think he's going to just drop away now. Uh, I think that's it, yeah. Yeah, I think he's done, man. I think he's like, he's slow out. He seems slow out the blocks. And I just, uh, I think he's, I still think he's going to finish the tournament with um, more wins than losses. Yeah. But I just don't think he's got that momentum now to keep him going for the rest of the tournament. I think he's, yeah, I think it's over for him. I think uh, Macy is a good shout. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Daisho uh, and Shodai. Shodai. I think, I think you're right. I think they're the three that I'm going to be watching from this point onwards. I know there's a big Akisiyama fan club out there. <laughs> yeah. They're really into Aki. Um, <laughs> I, I think that uh, Shodai, Macy and Daisho are the ones to watch. I also... Um, it's tricky because just under that patch, you know what I mean, under that six-two sort of patch of 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 records, then you hit into the five-three category, five wins, three losses, mm. and in there, you've got um, Asaniyama, Takanosho, Taruna Fuji, uh, yeah. Takayasu. They're all ranked fighters. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And you can't you can't predict what they potentially might turn around. Um, You've got like a come. Uh, you've got an Azeki in there. You know what I mean? It's like you, you can't. It's difficult to predict who's going to suddenly turn the cylinders on. I suppose, and it's it's up to the guys above at six two now to decide whether they're going to lose or not. Really, because there's people banging the drum beneath them, ready to step up. Simple as that. But speaking of banging the drum and people out of form, ah oh, man, caught a showho. Right, okay. What is going on with this dude? I mean, he was ranked uh, three, like in terms of the Mega Shira ranking. He was ranked three from the East going into this, you know. Mm, yeah. You're, talk, you're not talking about somebody who's just stepped up. You're talking about a high ranking Mega Shira. And he today, he got beat, fair enough, by Okomasubi and uh, Takeyasu. Got a Shoho today ends on, what is it? He entered today on zero seven, so he's and he's ended the day so far with eight losses. <laughs> after day eight, so after day eight, he's lost every match so far, which means he can't turn it around for a win. 
No, yeah. Well, like, yeah, it just goes to show, doesn't it? This how this tournament is kind of being a little bit upside down. There's fighters not in the tournament. There's yeah. fighters not performing. Um, and yeah, that's another one, isn't it? We're like <clears throat> taking like just a massive unsuspecting losing streak. It's it was completely not just unsuspected, but there's been absolutely no evidence that he's going to turn it around either. It's not like yeah, there could be yeah. there could be a bit of grounds to say he's been a bit unlucky with a couple of his matches, but at the same time, he just looks like he's not there at all, and he doesn't even stand out as somebody that you when when he comes on the screen, he's not somebody who you think, oh right, is now is now an opportunity for the bounce back, <clears throat> like you do with the hamster, you know what I mean, with Keish. Yeah, with him, yeah. You're, you're obviously looking for that bounce back because of his performance in November. Whereas Kotashoho, man, it's not happening. It's not absolutely happening. He's, he's won his last six bashos as well, you know. That's well, the interesting thing with Kotashoho. He's the last six bashos he's he's been in. He's won all. He's 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 you know won more than he's lost. Yeah. Um, and that's his last six. And he's yeah. going in the seventh, and he's he's lost eight matches in a row, which means he's automatically lost. And it's it's a it's a massive fall from grace for somebody like him. The difference between him and Takakesho is, I think. Takakesho, he's he's got a couple of wins under his belt, hasn't he? So he kind yes. he look there's always the potential there that he might string a few fights together and salvage something from this. You know, that's that's I think that's the difference. He's gotta dig deep. He's gotta dig deep, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, a couple something you mentioned there, mate, there's a few fighters not competing this tournament. You're absolutely right. We've obviously mentioned both Yokozunas previously, but on top of that, you've got uh Wakatakakage, you've got Chionokuni, you've got Chiotairu, you've got Chioshoma, and you've got Kaisei as well. And that's a large proportion of fighters. So that's why we keep seeing lots of guys stepping up um mm. into the Makuchi division just to even the numbers out because we're we're low on numbers. Um and it's an it's an odd number, so hence why we keep getting guys stepping up from the Jurio. And it's there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot to be said for the fact that a lot of people, including stables of of certain wrestlers, obviously, aren't competing due to the fact that of COVID. Yeah. Um, so it's it's a it's a strange situation. Not just the fact that both Yokos aren't there, but the reasons because of COVID and the reasons to why a lot of the other fighters aren't there because of stables. Obviously, you know, there's a lot of people not competing. But then there's then there are some people competing who are part of stables. It's a it's a it's a strange place to be right now, and going into week two, the door's still wide open, which it normally always is. Let's be fair in a basho, yeah, um, the door's always open, but it's really interesting to see just how random it is this month. It's just so disjointed and there's so many random elements being thrown into it. Like people who you'd expect more from, you you know, if they get a couple of losses in that first week, two or three losses, if Keish was sort of four and four, it would be still a sort of shock, you know, at this point, yeah, yeah. four and four would still be a shock at this point, but you know that you could probably craw- scrape it back and still be contender. He just had an off month. Whereas six, uh, sorry, two and six is a very strange, like win loss record for you somebody just, of his stature. You just feel with the two Yokozunas not in, you know, the doors open for Shodai and Takakesho. Yeah. And, um, they, you know, you'd expect those two guys to really rise to the occasion. Um, Shodai, obviously it's business as usual for him. 
Um, but yeah, there's those, there's those upsets going on. The other one that I thought that to keep your eye on uh, is um, he's one of my favorite fighters, actually. It's uh, Terutsu Yoshi. He's one yeah. of the smaller guys. And he's the guy at the beginning who all will always throw a massive handful of salt. Yes. He's kind of, um, he's, he's fighting well. Uh, he's, 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 you know, he's doing all right. But I've seen a couple of days he's holding his arm. Mm-hmm. Now, I think right. he's carrying an arm injury. Okay. Um, so I think that's one to watch out for. His yeah. fate could change. Um, oh, but I mean, he's three and five at the moment, isn't he? So he's, it's, you know, he's, he's, there's, there's still plenty of opportunity for him to turn it around. Yeah. Um, yeah. Still plenty of opportunity. Uh, um, it's it's quite interesting where we are with things as well. Like Akua is another one who's putting on a really unfortunate low-level performance at the moment. Mm. He's uh, one and seven. Mm. Um, and he just looks completely out of his depth this month. Like he's just, he's just not there at all. Um, on the flip side of that, um, I think Shimanumi's putting on a really good performance. I think he's ranked roughly 10th at the moment. In fact, I'll go out and say as well, uh, Ichinojo as well, that they're, they're five and three at the moment. <laughs> they're both putting on really good fights. Yeah. Um, yeah. The other one that I was going to maybe mention about was uh, Tachino Shin. Yeah. He's the he's the, he's the big Georgian guy, isn't he? That's right. He's the guy who looks like he's made of muscle. To be fair, like he's, <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, yeah, he's quite well defined. Yeah, I mean, he. There's a good thing to watch out for. I, I noticed he had a big plaster on his ass the other day. <laughs> uh, but he, he, he's kind of like a. He's a funny one, isn't he? Because he, he's there was a couple of days where he's just raw power, but he just doesn't seem to have that technical ability. Um, and I think Shodai kind of made short work of him. But he, he's he's definitely one to watch out for as well. Kind of unpredictable fighter. Some days he can turn it on and some days he's just, it doesn't happen for him. You're right. The, the thing that stands out for me with him, again, uh, much like uh, the hamster, he's two and six. But mm. one of the days he did win was on day four against Endor. And it's a perfect example of what you're saying there. And it's a perfect example of what he's good at. Oh, yes, um, that's he's right. Muscle. He, like the way he fought, he was against Endor. That's and right. He literally, you could see when you watch about, you could see him, he was holding them and you could see him Hulk up almost. Like, <laughs> like he just yeah. like, he, lift, he, just he lifted him out. Didn't he, he lifted him up and walked him out against he Endor. He was against the rope. It yeah. looked like he was going to get beat, and he just—it was just raw power. He turned it on. Uh, just, just you know, just lumped, it, just picked him up and put him out. You know, it was incredible to watch. It was a yeah. really good solid. That's match, when he—that's when he's good. That's when he's really good to watch against Shodai. He was—I think he was pretty rubbish. You know, I think Shodai just technically beat him. Yeah. Um. So he's one. Yeah. The, my my other prediction at the back. If we go back to last week's podcast, it was uh, I was saying, oh, watch Tobizaru. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's been rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, he's, great. he's always interesting. His fights are always interesting. He's just been pony, hasn't he? He's not been very good. Yeah. What we'll do is just pretend at the end of uh, episode <laughs> one, you said, uh, "Watch out for people whose records are going to be three and five by the day by the end of day eight, because <laughs> both Tobizaru and Tsuyoshi are three and five at the moment." Um, yeah. They've, uh, uh, yeah. they've had difficult ones, to be fair. But Topizaru is an interesting like fighter. I think it's fair it, to say. Yeah, he always gives it. He's all you know. There's it. There's there's arms everywhere. It's like <laughs> he's an headless chicken, you know. And yeah, like the last Basho, there was a couple of a couple of times um, 
when Takakesho was doing well, it, it was the fight that we, we spoke about again on the last podcast where Tobizaru leg sweep with with the leg sweep. Yeah. And that was a great fight. And, and you know, there's a couple at the end I remember at the end of the last Basho, I was like, Oh, he's he's a great he's he's a good little fighter and he's one to watch out for and he's he's unpredictable. Uh this time he's just been yeah, he's not been very good. I know. So yeah. What I'll say is in regards to day eight, because there's obviously a lot of great fights for people to go back and check out if they want to. I won't go into them in depth, but what I'm going to do is just mention a handful of fights from the last few days that stand out for me that people can go and check out. Obviously, we've mentioned a lot of day one uh, results. Uh, day two, I would suggest people going to go and check out uh, Toronto Fuji versus Anosho. Um, mainly, I really admire the strength and grit and general horsepower of Anosho in that fight. Uh, full of proper full throttle fighting. Do you know what I mean? He absolutely went for it. And Toronto Fuji was basically on the back foot from the start with that. It was a bit of a, a bit of a shock result as well, I suppose, at the time, um, based on their position and their rankings at the moment. But Anosho, he's one to watch for. He's five and three at the moment. Um, and I'd keep an eye on him because I think he's going to be another one who's going to step it up in this. If, if he puts on performances like he did in day two, uh, hopefully you'll find that vigor again because he, he's got a lot about him and I think he could go a long way. So Anosho is somebody I think who could potentially step it up. Um, day four, Sadanumi versus uh, Hoshiryu. I've already mentioned Tochinoshin versus Endo as well on day four. Both yeah, good matches good to, to, to check out. Um, day eight though, mate, if you're up for having a bit of a chat here about day eight and some of the matches that stood out for you, is there anything that you caught your eye particular from today's event? Uh, I think I've kind of brushed on it already. Yeah. The Terutsu Yoshi fight, uh, he's definitely got an injury. So uh, watch out for that. He's holding holding his arm. Um, and all oh, the other ones today, I think we've kind of touched on them, Mark. We the have pretty that... much. I think we've covered them. I'd, I'd probably say we mentioned Deyashio versus Kagiyaki, uh, Maisi Akasiyama. I will say Akua versus Miyogiriu as well. I thought that was a really good, strong battle. Lots of big face slaps by Akua right at the beginning of that fight. There, you mm. saw one of them where it was just like a clothesline of a slap to the face, yeah, <laughs> nearly, nearly knocked him out. Um, Really, really good fight. Could have gone either way. Akua apparently touched the ground first. Um, so they say, I think it was very 50-50. It was difficult to tell. Mio Giryu ended up winning by a, a Sukinaga. And it was a, it was a, it was a good, solid, strong fight. Um, but if nothing else, watch for that slap from Akua because it was... Oh, yes. Yeah, oh. yeah, that was it. It was right at the beginning of the fight. <laughs> it was a real good slap in the face, that it one, wasn't was it? was a proper slap to the chops. Beauty. A, uh, very satisfying as well, watching it in slow motion when they played the fight <laughs> back as well. I quite enjoyed that. That's the best bit. But the, other, the, <laughs> the other one was um, day six. I enjoyed um, Taruno Fuji versus Daisho. That's ah. when it started becoming obvious to me that it was like, okay, Daisho, he's seriously in with a shout yeah. uh he he kind of came out he meant business he clearly wanted it more than Taruno Fuji and he overwhelmed him and yeah he won there was an he won by Oshidashi so yeah that was that was a really good one if you're looking for a good fight day six well based on results and things like that going into the next week then Hog you've mentioned a couple of fighters there is there anybody you're specifically going to be watching going forward um 
whether it's not to, to to win the whole thing or whether it's just because you really enjoy how they performed in terms of what, what they've been showing so far, is I'm not going to say who do you think is going to end 7-8. <laughs> but, but, but is there anybody that you kind of want to watch further going forward or are you sticking to your original choices or people you think might turn it around? What's your thoughts? Ooh, I can see Yama. I'm going to watch his his downfall. <laughs> um Show die. I'm going to watch him win the tournament. I think. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the do less. Do you think he's going to go against in the in the in the final? Do you think there's going to be a? Do you think there'll there'll be need for um as a sort of final based playoff? Yeah, uh, I don't think so. I mean, I think. Oh, I do you think Dave Show's going to just steamroll it? He, well, he looks pretty. He looks unbeatable at the moment, doesn't he? You know what I mean. It's, it's kind of hard to to see him getting beat. Um, two, two match lead as well on his current. On his yeah, own, that's right. That's right. Position. But, but I just I've got faith in Shodai. He's just he's just steady away. He's one of my favourite fighters. So yeah, I want to see. I, I'll obviously I'm going to keep my eye on Takakesho because you know, interesting yeah. seeing his kind of downfall. Um, I'd like to see him string a few fights together and just see, you know, because I want to see him in the in the running to be Yokozuna. I'd like to see him, you know, I think he's got the potential to do it. I'd like. I to agree. See I agree and, with you completely on him. I, I want to see him hopefully bounce back. Uh, the other one I, I'm kind of interested in watching is uh, Midori Fuji, and I kind of talked about him a little bit on the last podcast because I, I don't think I've ever seen him uh, proper. I've never really properly watched him. But he's kind of, he started really well. He's a smaller fighter. And uh, like I said before, I like the smaller fighters. And yeah, he's, I'll keep my eye on him as well. And Tobizaru as well. <laughs> yeah, you keep your eye I'll, on Tobizaru. I'll follow him to the death. Yeah, he's, I think, I, yeah, I like him. I like him. But yeah, I think he's, I think he's done for, to be honest. So yeah. He's there's still enough there's still a potential for him to pull it around a bit. You know, he's three and five. It's he's got a week to go. It'll be interesting to see um what he does to pull that back. Um Midori Fuji, as you said there, I think he's a good shout, man. He's five and three at the moment, so he's in very good positioning for for the second week. You know, five wins. You you can't knock that going into week two. I think yeah. it's huge. I think it's no surprise I'm gonna keep my uh, eyes on uh, Macy. I still think that he's we might not win it when you've got Dayshaw bossing it at the moment. Yeah. Uh, Shodai is obviously there, but I think Macy's going to be the one to watch other than the, other than Shodai and Dayshaw. I think mm. he's going to be the, 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 I think he's going to be at the end, put it that way. I think he's going to be in the top three come the end. I'm hoping he is anyway. Where, uh, where do you think, um, sorry to interrupt Mark, where, where do you think right. Taruno Fuji is going to come into all this? Because he's, a, well, I think he's a great fighter. He's a bit of an animal really. But, this is the issue. This is this, this is this is what's going to be the fun of week two for me because you've got Asaniyama, who's an Ezeki, yeah. as we know. Then you've got uh, Takanosho and Toronto Fuji, who are both Sekis. And mm-hmm. you've got you've got both Seki Wackies there underneath the Ezeki, where they're both they're, they're all three of them are on five three. And you've got uh, Takayasu there as well. You know what I mean? He's another ranked fighter. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got four ranked fighters above the general pool. Um, Ranking from Ezeki down, all on five three, chomping at the bit. I think that at least one of them is going to make a go for it. They have to make a play for it soon. Yeah, I'm going to. Uh, yeah, Taruna Fuji. He's probably it probably will be Taruna. Out of those, I agree. I think Taruna Fuji is probably the one who who might make the power move. 
there was I don't a, know there why. Was a, yeah, there's, there was one day. There was one day where he just like he looked mean. You know, he sometimes he'll go in, uh, he'll go into the dojo and he he looks like a a, a badass fighter. He looks it did completely agree with you. Well, that was it on day two for me. Like him against Inosho, um, and yeah. just the sheer absolute horsepower of Toreno Fuji during that. And it mm. was it was how how he went at him. It was gung-ho, but it was calculated gung-ho, if that makes sense. He didn't just sort of run arms flailing, but he went with power, and he caught Anosho off guard. Like, Anosho was like, shit, I didn't expect this. He just couldn't find his footing. So if he keeps that kind of mentality going into fights, then there's no there's no doubt he's going to win, win more than lose if he keeps that mentality. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Well, it's been absolutely mint catching up with you, man. Um, what I'll do now is make a little segue here to let people know about um, the results that we've had up until day eight. So here they are. The win-loss records after day eight. Daesho, eight wins and zero losses. Shodai, Maisi, Kiribayama, Akasiyama all have six wins and two losses. Asanayama... Takanosho, Tarano Fuji, Takayasu, Onosho, Tamawashi, Mirogiriyu, Shimanumi, Ichinojo, Midoro Fuji, Yutakayama, and Kotonowaka all have five wins and three losses. Takara Fuji, Okinumi, Endo, Aeyama, and Sadanumi all have four wins and four losses. Mitakyumi, Kagayaki, Ryuden, Tobizaru, Teretsu Yoshi, and Hoshu Ryu all have three wins and five losses. Takakisho, Hokoto Fuji, Tochinoshin, Tokashoryu, Kotoeko all have two wins and six losses. Akua, has one win and seven losses, and Kotashoho has zero wins and eight losses. What we will say is, next week, we're going to be joined by another special guest. Um, I won't spoil that yet. I'll let that guy come on and explain who he is and what he's all about. But uh, it's no surprise, he's a big sumo fan. He's been over to Japan, like myself and Adam. I'll let him tell his story. Um, he loves his films, that's all I'll say. <laughs> but it's going to be great to have somebody else's opinion on this as well because I think um, having the three of us battering on about who's won, who's lost, about where we stand and about our favourite matches up until that point in week two can only the fun things. After that, we will be back in March. That's the plan so far. It's nice to see so many people checking the pod out. So thank you to the few hundred who've been there religiously coming on each day to come and see what the results are. But for the few hundred as well, who've listened to the very first couple of shows, really appreciate you tuning in. I hope you're uh, enjoying what you're hearing. We will be back in March covering the Makuchi division. We'll also be adding to the mix a little game. Now it's part of an online gaming community where they basically pick different sumo wrestlers from a different list. And then they, much like we do at the beginning, me and Adam have picked at the beginning of this one, who we're going to keep an eye on. The game is simple. You pick a stable of five from a list. You pick those five and they are your five, what's and all, whether they get injured or not, it doesn't matter. At the end of it and all the way through, we'll be discussing our own progress based on our little stable to see how we're doing. And we'll be discussing how they've got on during the weeks to come within March. But, there's a lot to talk about before we even get to that point. So 
I'll catch up with you next Sunday, Adam, mate, and in between now and then, I'll be uploading the results daily. Thanks for coming on, dude. No problem. Thanks for having me. Awesome, man. And catch up with you all very, very soon. See you later. Sayonara. Sayonara.